Guys, listen, you know I love my jewel sous vide by Chef Steps. I talk about it a lot. I talk about it a lot on this podcast. I talk about it a lot in real life. I talk about it so much that I started to just now, and Matt McConkie got up and left the room. I think he's jealous. Here's the deal. It gives you precise temperature controls. That's the problem with cooking uh, proteins sometimes. Sometimes you overcook that pork tenderloin. Sometimes you want to go uh, medium rare on that steak, you end up going well done. You eat well done steak like a jerk. Not with Jules sous vide. It heats up your proteins to exactly where you want them. And you use their trademarked visual doneness guides. Cooks food exactly the way you want it. Jewel, perfect food every time. To get yours, visit chefsteps.com slash jewel. Use the code homophilia to get 15 bucks off for a limited time. That is chefsteps.com slash J-O-U-L-E, code homophilia. Uh, hey guys, here's an idea. How about a weekly news podcast that uh, keeps you informed, uh, doesn't take itself too seriously, uh, and is hosted by comedian Nagin Farsad? I'm talking, of course, about Fake the Nation, an Earwolf podcast that you need to subscribe to. Because every Thursday, Nagin invites her favorite comedians and writers and policy buffs, and they dish on news of the week. Just this week, they recorded a special live episode of the show featuring Earwolf favorites John Hodgman and John Fuselgang, and you can listen to that right now. These conversations are loose-lipped. They're insightful. They're smart. So you will keep up with current events, and you'll laugh through the pain. Find Fake the Nation on Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen. Oh, hey, Matt. Dave Holmes. How are you? It's very good to see you. It's great to see you. Very excited for our show. Me too. Oh, uh, we have a very special guest coming up. Yes, we do. Um, In fact, she's already here. That's right. <laughs> we were trying I'm to silence her anything. before. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, we, are, we are days away from our uh, appearance at RuPaul's DragCon. The countdown begins at countdown the time that this begun. drops. Tomorrow's the day. Yeah, Saturday, the... 12th. Something. Yeah. 12th. 12th. I, I know Saturday it's at 11 a.m. 11 a.m. And under convention center lights, just the way you right. want to see drag. And I know that we have uh, <laughs> Dusty Ray Bottoms. Yes. As our confirmed guest. Very that excited about that. Very excited. I liked her. I wanted to know more about her. And now you get to hear more about her. Now we get to do a deep dive on Dusty Ray Bottoms. May or may not dots. have. That's right. Oh, yes, the dots. Yeah. That she kind of retired, but kind of didn't retire. We'll get into it. We'll get into that, and we yeah. might have a second guest, TBD. We'll see. We'll see what happens. And then we might hang out at Autograph Alley. Autograph Alley. That is an area where you can sign things, have things signed. And you can hand me your phone, and uh-huh. I will gladly take a picture of you with Dave Holmes. Uh, no, come on. And now, listen, yeah, it's we will. I think there's no way we won't be the booth that has no people in front of it because we're going to we're going to be surrounded by like super famous drag queens. Yeah. No, I have I already feel very bad about myself going yeah. into this experience. This is going to be real. <laughs> yeah. This weird. is going to be bad. It's going to be weird. But I think we have to do it. Oh, yeah. We have to do it. Yeah. I mean, listen. It's going to be a blast. It's, it's going to be, be so star-studded. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's going to be a good time. So come on out. Hey. If you're uh if you're there, come say hello. Please do. Um, so you were at the center of a gay media firestorm well, this week. N- kind of. I a mean, there scandal. Were like, oh, Jesus. I don't know if it was a scandal. I mean, but there were some headlines. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I was mentioned on, on you know, gay blogs, which is not 
normally a thing that happens. Walk us through it. Yeah. So I was on uh, talk show, the game show, our, our, our guest, uh, Guy Bran, our former guest, uh, Guy Branham's show on true TV, which by the way is fucking hilarious. It's a great show. It's, it's just, it's like, it's got such a, a strong like sensibility and point of view. And it's so unlike anything on TV. And it's, um, I've never like, I'll pop by the gay blogs and stuff just to see kind of what's going on in the world. Yeah. I never really get a good sense of what's going on in the world. I get uh-huh. a strong sense of who, you know, the the site directors of these various gay blogs want to have sex with. Sure, sure. But I don't know what necessarily is going on in the world. And I certainly never see a Guy Branham or a talk show, The Game Show, right. or any number of dozens of comedians uh, who are out who are great. Yeah. Their um, guest list, a little different from our guest list. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. There's a – yeah. Um, so I mentioned that, um, and in, in the context of my coming out, because like the story, or at least the, the way that it is on Wikipedia or whatever, yeah. is that like, I came out in 2002, like I just at age 31 or whatever, was like, I think I might be gay. Not true. Like right. I had been out since college. I had been out, you know, in like my professional life, but at, at the time in the nineties, and early 2000s, there like there were magazines that you had to go through if you wanted to like get your voice out into the world. Yeah. You know, if you wanted to come out publicly, you kind of needed help that you didn't have your Twitter feed or your you know your blog or whatever. Right. And it was kind of hard to get them to pay attention to me because I don't fit the mold of the traditional you know shirtless. <laughs> gay guy who they like to cover. So I just mentioned, you know, whatever and made a joke about it and guy can certainly relate. And it's just like, you know, the joke was, you know, if you, if you're, you know, having trouble, if, you know, if you want to keep your personal life private, gain 15 pounds, you will stay in the closet effortlessly for the rest of your life. Because no one will care. Because no one will care. Right. Right. Uh, so then I, so suddenly talk show, the game show gets on the gay blogs and wow. stuff, but like for the first time and it's it, with this, like, and every sort of post about it was a little bit defensive about like, Hey everybody, we come in all shapes and sizes. Let's embrace it. And it's like, okay, yeah. well you're a fucking magazine. Why don't you embrace it? Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? With that, what you saw in that clip on that show was us embracing it. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And, uh, and you know, like the, the, the outlet that said, hey, we come in all shapes and sizes, embrace it. And I was like, well, let's just see if they're embracing it. I did a search on that <laughs> website for Guy Branham. Yeah. The only other thing that came up was he was in a, a roundup of funny tweets about Magic Mike. Of course. So, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, okay, I agree. The only embrace way it. Guy Branham belonged to there was yeah. that he was talking about Channing Tatum's body. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. yeah. So it's a weird little thing, and it just, you know, I, I don't know. There are weird little snippy comments in, in some of these things, like, hey, we yeah. see you, Dave. It's like, I, I, don't, I don't know that you do exactly. You yeah, know what What I mean? do they think they see? I, I, don't, I don't know. Even, I can't even follow what the blowback is exactly. I don't know. It was just very, it was just very strange. And there was not, I mean, not that I expected like a deep degree of self-reflection or whatever, but sure. there was just kind of none, which is but strange. It feels a little bit like a similar message from the outrage machine directed at you now. Yeah, just, yeah, briefly. And it didn't, you know, whatever. It didn't really catch fire, so it's not that big a deal. But it's it's just kind of, um, I don't know. It was just, it was unusual. And it's not like I expected a parade or whatever. I don't think I'm like, you know, like a an important cultural figure or whatever. Yeah. But like I've worked, you know, I don't, the you know, the guy who plays a, an acoustic guitar with his shirt off in boxer briefs, 
I don't think is either, but like we right, see him he's getting plenty a lot. Of, you know what I mean? Yeah. We, we here are doing this podcast and we're having conversations that I've never heard anywhere else. We have had moments that I would say are newsworthy. You know what I mean? Agreed. Yeah, like we've had guests who've like said some shit that it's like, oh, this is that's legitimately yeah, that's some fucking fire that you just dropped. I can't wait to, for for people to hear it and talk about it. And then it's like, you know, you go to the gay blogs and it's like, well, okay, here's you know, Austin uh, Wolf. Yeah, I don't know who Austin Wolf is. <laughs> that just felt like the, oh, the, you know what? Like, hey, the guy from uh, the guy from the Flash uh, announces uh, he has a gay cousin so much or whatever. Flash, like, so okay, much great. Teen Wolf. Oh, Davey Wavy has his shirt off and yeah. he's talking to his hey, mom about guys, bottoming. Here's your headline: uh, Karamo Brown has a crush on Dave Holmes. Okay. Is trying to basically that's, break up his marriage. That's not and true. it happened None on Homophilia podcast. Here's another one. Uh, Samantha Ronson and Ione Sky. Dated Ione Sky. What the fuck? She talked about it. What? Here. Yes. Yeah. Here's another headline. <laughs> Julie Goldman is here. Yeah. Ophelia podcast. But most importantly, uh, some guy who jacked off on a Sean Cody video just got arrested for burglary. So sure. let's let's get all the gay blogs on yeah, that story. Yeah, let's, let's get all our best people in the case. Keep our focus where it belongs. Anyway, very strange. Um, we'll be back. We'll be back with Julie Goldman. Dave, do you love to travel? Just kidding, Dave's not here. I'm alone. I love to travel. I love to stay in vacation homes. Michael and I will go away for a sexy weekend and we'll be like, I want to rent a place and live it up. And that's what we do. We'll go to Palm Springs. We'll get a house. We'll get a, a place with a pool. We'll be like, hey, guys, you can come and stay for one night, but on one night, because another night is going to be just me and Michael. You know what I'm saying? That's how I do. And I'll tell you one thing. I don't do, and that's visit a ton of different sites to book these trips because on tripping.com, one search lets you compare every home from the world's top vacation rental sites in one place to find the best deal on your perfect vacation rental. Vacation rentals offer offer more. They offer more privacy, more space for everyone under one roof, more choices, fully stocked kitchens, extra bedrooms, even hot tubs. That's all the comfort of home and then some, y'all. Best of all, at Tripping.com, you can join the millions of travelers who find more savings with rates up to 80% less than traditional hotel rooms. This year, save time, save money. Book the vacation home of your dreams with Tripping.com slash homo. That's T-R-I-P-P-I-N-G dot com slash homo. Find your perfect vacation rental. Tripping.com slash homo. We are back with stand-up comedian and mm. writer and yes. actor and uh, dancer, <laughs> dancer, performance artiste, and Bravo Celebrity. Oh, mm, Bravo Celebrity. Uh huh. Julie Goldman. Oh, thank you. Hi, oh, thank Julie. you. Hi. It's good to be here. Thank you for having me. Thank you for oh being God, here. Finally, to be a homophile. I'm very, oh, very yeah. excited. At long yeah. last, your jacket's coming. <laughs> You've been at the top of our, our wish list since day one. Oh, my God. I'm so easy to get. You you said, uh, basically violently <laughs> said no to me multiple times. No, and did then, I? No. Uh, no well, no. you know um, how it is. Closeted. So how yeah. are you? Yeah. What's happening? What's oh happening my in the God. life of Julie Goldman? Well, you know, uh, what is happening? Well, I would be remiss if I didn't uh, at least say that. Um, I've been uh, enjoying doing a podcast, of course, which I need oh. to mention, Dumb yes. Gay Politics with Brandy oh, Howard. Great. And um, we've been chugging along ever since, If for anybody who doesn't know, whatever, I was on a Bravo show called People's Couch with Brandy Howard. After People's Couch ended, we did Vanderpump Rules after show. And then uh, that ended, basically everything ended. And then we started a podcast. <laughs> and uh, uh, it's, damn, it is hard work. Yeah. 
And so it's hard work. It's dumb politics because it's po- and po- it because after Trump became pro- well, right before Trump became president, we're like maybe we'll do the podcast, blah, blah, blah. but let's do it like nope, we don't want to. We're not journalists. We're not. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? I'm also half on the spectrum. <laughs> 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 like I'm, I can't. But Brandy's super smart and good. With eh. so we decided we're gonna we're gonna comment on politics like as if we're watching reality television because at least then our audience will still possibly follow us Mm -hmm. so that's kind of our thing is that we it's just a it honestly it's just a a way to be slightly informative but mostly yelling yeah sure on my part great (laughs) not on her part she's steady center you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. She's but the, for you, a straight man? She And she is. Well, technically yeah, speaking, she's, she's, a, the, she's yeah. straight, I suppose. And it's cathartic for you. I don't oh, yes. Because even in stand-up, I don't necessarily... I mean, I, I can't, I'm yelling there, too. But it, this is just so political. And it just has become... It's opened up this whole new thing for us. And for me, just being so specific. like, yeah. And the amount of research... Sorry, that's is grotesque. Dog drinking water. Oh, that's fine. It's okay. But you know what? She's got. She's hydrating. She's slapping it <laughs> yeah, up. That's all right. She's living she's, life. She's got to live her life. That's right. Um, so you know, it's hard. You know, it. I've watched so much news now. Yeah, it's gross. It'll we make ju- you fucking crazy. Oh. Yeah. So did you keep up on the news of today? Which, by the way, this is Tuesday. This episode comes oh. out Friday. Yes. Everything that we're talking about for the next couple oh, of we'll minutes will be woefully out of date. Yes. You'll be like, oh, remember that? Yeah. Oh, we pulled out of the deal with Iran. Oh, well, by fucking Friday or whatever, they'll have gone to war with Israel. I mean, we don't even, yeah. Yeah. who knows what's going to happen. Right. Because we thought, we because we've put up our podcast today, WK Politics, uh-huh. and <laughs> um, the that Iran thing happened as we were uploading it. Yeah. So we had already missed that. So I thought we were doing Kanye, we were doing uh-huh. like yeah. um, his speech at the NRA. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, oh, great! Boom, 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 meow, 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 boom, Iran. You can't keep up with it. You cannot fucking keep up. You with can't. It. Did you happen to watch the speech? Oh, girl, I watched the whole speech. <laughs> uh-huh. Okay, Ooh. I watched his whole speech and Mike Pence's whole speech. Oh. NRA or the NRA because uh, Mike Pence introduced him. Okay, yeah, I watched bits of both of those. I was talking about the pulling out of the oh. Iran deal one. Oh, I oh. Did, no, I didn't get to watch okay, it. Okay, because he was reading Some of it. that one, Ugh. and when he reads, oh, oh, yeah. when he is forced to <laughs> yeah. read, yeah, you see the effort on that man's yes, face. Effort, like he cannot walk and chew gum at the same time. No, no, no. He's great at riffing and all that yeah. kind of shit. That is very much his element. Yeah. But like he, he literally, like he's out of breath. Like he's huffing yeah, and, and puffing, he's, just and trying the, to say words. And the water, yeah, having to bring his own hands up to his own mouth is yeah. a, is, a, is a hardship. Yeah. He resents that he had to he's, do that. Oh, himself. I can't eat with his dry cat's asshole mouth. Like he can't, oh. he can't, he can't. I know it's it's painful to watch. And he has his he, the the speechwriters are like children. Stephen Miller is like uh, I'm pretty sure is the main one. I don't know if he's still yeah, writing them, it, but I think he is. This one was that all guy Stephen is Miller. a. Monster. King. Demon. Yeah. That guy. I mean, that is a garbage dwelling mm-hmm. cycloped <laughs> fucking <laughs> trash bag. I can't I've I can't I've I was already enraged. I'm a person yeah. who's enraged yeah. in general. But now it's I can't eat enough and do enough drugs <laughs> to satisfy the the rage. Yeah. You can't tame the beast. I cannot tame it's the beast. Hard. I really can't. I've tried. I want to start. You can't have a vigilante group. You'll get caught. Uh-huh. Can't do that. <laughs> I have a bad knee. I can't even run that fast anymore. <laughs> yeah. I got to get a knee replacement so I get in the vigilante group. Ugh. 
Jesus. I'm telling you. I've got a place to go in Canada. Just keep that Oh, in mind. Canada. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. You got to know. You when got to skate <laughs> I'm at least happy that Stephen Miller has a day job so we didn't have to read about him in that Barry Weiss thing about oh, God. The, all these people who are being silenced. Oh, oh, and who's being silenced? How the fuck? I would love to be silenced like Ben Shapiro. Come on. Who's oh, in yeah. my feed oh, a dozen silenced? times a day and I've never once wondered what he thought about no. anything. He's, they're not, no one's being silenced. Jeez. That's the other uh, grand lie yeah. that keep, and that's the whole thing with Kanye West too. Like no one's being silenced. Everybody's got free thought. Mm-hmm. Nobody's trying to push anything on you. Everybody's doing what they want to do. And clearly this administration is saying and doing literally anything they want. Mm-hmm. Literally, literally yeah. anything they want. Literally. But it's just this one liberal talking point that they've taken and oh. run with so far. Yes. Where like any time the, 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 that bullshit is criticized, right. you're silencing me. Oh, <laughs> silencing me. It's fake news. You're not saying the truth, blah, 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 blah. And it's just like the liberals and the Democrats need to pull up their panties yeah. and start getting dirty. Yeah. That's just why the way Michelle they... Wolf uh, was so great. Yes, uh, that that's right. She, Agreed. She, she, you know, it, it had teeth. And I teeth. don't think that, she, that anything she said was particularly no. mean. No, I didn't honestly. think so either. No, it was just honest. But even even when you go down that, when you, when you take that interpretation of it, that like, right. if she was commenting on Huckabee's looks or whatever... It's like we're in a dirty fight and it's – Yeah, agreed. And also if you think she was commenting on her actual physical looks, that's on you because all she did was talk about her eyeshadow being a lie. That's not about looks. Uh And then that character from Hulu. Now, if you think that character from Hulu is ugly, I guess that's what that's on you. She never said she was. And out is my queen. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Maybe you think she's hot. Imagine watching The Handmaid's Tale and your takeaway being like, that lady's kind of (laughs) ugly. You know what I mean? Like, you got a problem. (laughs) But but, even if you do, that's on you. No one ever said she's ugly. She, she, that character is mean. That character is, you know, dominant. That character is what? The character is a fucking Uh, fascist. That's what what the comparison is. So fine. Grim mouthpiece of a fascist dictatorship. (laughs) Grim mouthpiece. Like. Exactly. So. Fuck. Are you watching Handmaid's Tale, by the way? I just downloaded it. Yeah. Season one or two? One. Okay. Because oh, I hadn't watched it. I just started experience. two, Julie. You did? Yeah. I I I I know it's gonna I know it's gonna enrage me. Yeah. It will. <clears throat> it will. I already started just that very first scene in the first episode running through the thing and then the, mm-hmm. they carry her. I was I was like, fuck! <gasps> yep. It's gonna have rape. Yep. <laughs> oh how am I gonna do this? Yeah. Can't it's take it. A rapey yeah. series. <sighs> oh, God. No escaping it. But By I the know, way, I haven't yeah. gotten past the first episode. <laughs> Keep going. Like, yeah, okay. I, I we will. We can do it. We can do it. Okay. Because I, I might felt need like you. Well, maybe we should do a viewing we'll party. Have to open up the uh, back channel. <laughs> That's what we can do. We get. <laughs> yeah. Are you on the front? Yeah. Are you gonna drink? She's getting raped. I don't know if I'm gonna do it. Yeah. Um, I felt like that about Game of Thrones. It took me four times. Yeah. To get through the first episode mm-hmm. because it was so rapey. Oh, very. But then once I oh, once I got into it, I was yeah. like, okay. It stays rapey. All right. Right? It does stay, yeah. but there's enough game. vengeance oh, right. that I can get into it. Yeah, it pays okay. off. All so right. we'll see what happens with this. What are else you, are you watching? Yeah. Oh. In? Are you still on Vanderpump Rules? No. They got no. No, but I mean, are you still like no. watching it? Once I get uh, fired, oh, so I am done. It, huh? I, they Turn are dead back. to me. Okay. Hey, they're <laughs> lost. <laughs> I get it. Yeah. I mean, the yeah, no, I can't. I, you know, it makes me feel 
too embarrassed. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I can't, I just can't uh, do it. Those are cut, like your, your, your yeah. exes are running <laughs> yeah. around out there. Uh-huh. Exactly. Like, I don't want to call or talk to my ex. Yeah. You don't want to so, know how they're great. No. They're doing. Yeah. Especially when then I hear my ex is looking for someone like me, but then will come and get me. <laughs> yeah. Well, we were talking yeah. before about <laughs> how you saw a casting call that was for a Julian Brandy type. Yeah. Well, for a Bravo show. Allegedly, Allegedly. Don't know if I, you know. I'm saying it, I'm saying it. But let's just say maybe it's for something else. Uh But let's uh say it's Julie Brandy type. Then we go and call and say, hey, we're here. We're unemployed. We're looking for work. Now. The real thing. We're going to do something different. I know. But not that different. (laughs) No. Good luck finding. Good luck finding. Yeah. Um, I'm watching. I just started Into the Badlands. Oh. Any interest in that? I just, uh, vaguely know what that is. It's on I've AMC. Seen it's what? Yeah, yeah. It's like um, it's like a a po- post-apocalyptic samurai kind of situation. Uh, a lot of sword. It's basically the world is there's no more guns, but there are swords. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's like going down like that. Yeah. So it's a lot of that kind of shit. Um, and you know, you know what? I have to. I'm going to tell you something that's embarrassing. <sighs> I'm obsessed. Obsessed with this show, The Good Fight. Wow. No, I don't. I don't think you need to be embarrassed about that. You don't. Not that I've ever seen it, but <laughs> the other people I know who love it. Yeah, um, those are I mostly trust their mothers in the Midwest. I'm <laughs> Not true. Right. And no. middle like, women. I could be wrong, but like Louis Vertel and and people like oh okay like people like that seem to <sighs> love it. People are catching on. I am. Obsessed. Yeah, the, the Christine Baranski fan in your life loves it. Yeah. A, a, Christine Bransky is is the life's blood. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know what it is about her, uh-huh. but I can't get enough of that show. I should be embarrassed that I'm not watching. I'm not making fun <laughs> yeah. of you for watching. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, it, it sounds like it would be up my alley. I just haven't I haven't. It's it like law. Yeah. You know, sure. little mysteries. Sure. And were you into The Good Wife? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I got sort of out of it towards the end. It got a little... But yeah, I love a legal, I love a courtroom jest. You know what yeah. I mean? Love a, or a jousting. Did you I love it. Do like Allie McBeal, the practice. I did, yes. Those uh-huh. were all Julie I Goldman did them shows. all. Wow. I did do them. I did. I love a courtroom. And I think I like a, you know, I think at least for me, and I don't know, I'm, now it's a little different because we have gay characters on television uh-huh. shows, but certainly Allie McBeal. Post no a little bit after a little bit before you had to make up your own gay characters, <laughs> right, right. you know what I mean? Yeah. And those shows somehow were easy to infuse my own fantasies in. Maybe yes. that's why I like them. Yeah, because I could, you know, for me, I would always imagine. I tried to. I would have to imagine. If like a guy and girl are getting together, I would imagine him as like some sort of butch lesbian. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes not that you know hard I mean? to do depending on the gentleman. That's yeah. the thing. Yeah. So depending on the show, because I would always relate to the guy. So I would imagine like, oh, I'm like him. So it would be like, he's me. And now, because that's all everyone's doing sure, when they're watching yeah. TV shows, I think. So that for some reason, those shows, I don't know what it is about them. They were easy for me to infuse yeah. some gayness. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I need some kind of some kind of gayness in a show. Something, to or else I'm not in it. To. Something. But it also makes sense to me that you're into legal shows because it feels like you have such a strong hunger for justice. Oh God, I do. I mean, not to. It's true. Read it's true. into it too much. No, but, it's true. It's true. You know, it's true. I do. I don't know why I didn't become a lawyer or a 
police officer, like a Jason Bourne. Uh-huh. I think my dream would dream would be like to be like Jason Bourne. Well, you so got the good. knee. Yeah, that's the problem. Yeah. Stupid fucking soccer. Mm-hmm. That's all right. It's not, you can certainly play a lawyer on television. I that's could. I'd like to see. Oh, I have been a bailiff. <laughs> what, where? In, in Murder in the first. Stop it. I was really? a bailiff. Yeah. Yeah, Did I was you a bailiff. Have quippy, I, I mean, no, re- no, no lines, no lines, no lines. Just had no to lines. look stern. I and- just barreled in, <laughs> took the murderer away or whatever. Um, You've played- I always play, you know, a confused gender person. <laughs> uh-huh. You've you played more <laughs> in than a once show. the like the Ferris Bueller trope of like when. Excuse he- me, sir. Oh, sorry, ma'am. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that whole thing. Yeah, <laughs> always. There was when I did the Mindy Kaling show. Apparently, um, she thought I was an actual male <laughs> and was talk would talk to me, and then at the beginning, and then the costume guy was like, "Oh, Mindy thought you were like a new, you know, new guy on set, and we had to tell her you weren't." So. Then I guess she was embarrassed. Then I never heard from her again. But um, <laughs> she was like, "I have treaded into some crazy waters." <laughs> I mean, and I, I don't gotta... care. It's okay. Well, yeah, it's I not get it. an insult, but it's also it's, no. It is bizarre to me that some that one could make that leap specific with you. But oh, the you, the the I the length that it goes on is often shocking because I could have full full conversation from uh, well minutes long minutes. And they don't get it. I had a a thing happen on a plane. It always happens in airports. Airports and planes are the worst. But I never correct anyone because I feel like they'll be embarrassed. So I just try and like go with it Uh or whatever. But there was this one plane ride I took where these two flight attendants stopped at me. And, you know, excuse me, sir, would you like a drink? And I was like, no, thanks. Uh And then... She tapped me again and was like, sorry, sir, I'm so sorry to bother you. And I was like, that's okay. What can I do for you? <laughs> you know, and it was just trying anything. Oh, my God. Nothing. Well, the passenger behind you would like it if you'd, you know, while we're eating, if you would um, lift up your chair because yeah. she doesn't have enough room. And I was like, Ugh. So I'm already... You're calling me sir 50 times. <laughs> this asshole behind me can't even reach over and ask me to pick up my chair. And also, like, why am I not? What, what's, what's happening? So I was like, oh, fine. So then I did it because I'm a middle child and I like to be accommodating. And even though then I resent it. But uh, then the other flight attendant who had short hair and was looking at me and I could have sworn was giving me like a, you know, sorry, Les bro kind of look. Oh. But no, then then she came over. <laughs> Looked me in, looked me in the eye, bend down, looked me in the eye, and she's like, "Oh, thank you so much, sir. You are just such a nice young man." And then goes behind to the lady and was like, "Do you see what this nice young man did for you?" Oh, Yell, yelling, yelling. Oh God. So, uh, but still, what am I? What do you? You're what, just rolling with it. What are you supposed to do? I'm a woman, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's not gonna. It's just gonna make it worse. Yeah. I think. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's it's weird. <laughs> it's it's also just like uh, it, it's so hard to even like dissect it because it's such a uh, and now tricky territory. Right. But it's also like if you have ever known some truly butch women, oh. that's a different. Oh, you know I what I'm have, saying? Like, I do know what you're saying, and I'm glad I'm you said that. Right now, thank you. I think of myself as a soft, soft, soft butch. However, I thought of myself as very. For a long time, uh-huh. very butchy, very masculine, dykey. And the, but I have, through the years from doing stand-up and working at, you know, 
all the various mm-hmm. whatever gay events and especially with the the lesbian travel company Olivia, I have met some old school I mean old school butches. Yeah. Who when I'm around them I'm like ah, <laughs> hi. <laughs> like I feel super feminine around them. Wow. Like and then sometimes with butch lesbians there's a weird thing. Now I'm not I in general don't like attention outside of doing stand up uh-huh. like I don't I've become wildly reclusive. But I there's a thing with butch lesbians where it's like and I don't know what it is. I don't know where the insecurity is. I don't know why it's happening. I don't know if it's why it's now with this whole, you know, new gender explosion. Uh-huh. If now butches have this feeling where they have to reclaim some sort of identity. But I'll get things like, you know, like, hey, like, what's with those sparkly shoes, bud? <sighs> and I'm like, what? <laughs> like, why are those shoes so sparkly? Like, you need to, you know, that's not very butch. And I'm like... I'm wearing sparkly shoes. <laughs> what is your problem? I like my sparkly <laughs> shoes, okay? And maybe on occasion I've painted my toenails. What do you want to do about it? Yeah. I'm not in some masculine off with you. <laughs> like, go away. <laughs> it's so weird. There I don't are s- no rules. Yeah. There are no rules. Yeah, no. And even are- I think now people want to pretend, in my opinion, there's a thing of like, we're exploding the rules. But it's like, there never were any rules. Yeah. Right. There really weren't, to, in my opinion. Yeah. But but some people lean into a label and lean into it all, Hard. all the way. And listen, if that's what makes you feel secure, I get it. Yeah. I understand. But um, it's so weird. It's just so weird. Somebody asked me when, when I transitioned. That's which that was very. <laughs> that is. <laughs> now that was from a trans person. So how do you navigate that? Now to me, it's not. I'm not. Offen- I'm not insulted. I'm not offended. Right. But at the same time, if I do that to someone else, which I have done, I have misgendered someone uh-huh. by saying she or her when that person was identifying as something else, and then I get shamed. Yeah. That's when I get pissed. I don't ever shame anyone because it's not, to me, a shameful thing to do unless you mean to hurt someone's feelings. So the shaming of people, I think, has gone, has is out of control. And it makes me want to rebel. But this person was asking you. When I transitioned out of out of actual and an earnest fashion. So when did you transition? How did you answer? And I was like, (laughs) oh. (laughs) <laughs> and they were like, "Got it, got it." Okay, oh, I, I la, 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 la. <laughs> like, oh, I don't, I don't know. Do you say I'm sorry? I don't. Oh. I was, I felt awkward. I didn't know because then I felt like I was going to embarrass them. So, so you just went and transitioned. No, I, no, I was like, <laughs> two weeks ago. I don't. I, I was just like, oh, I'm, 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 I, I haven't, I haven't yet. Who knows? Maybe <laughs> yeah. I will. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, the night is young. The night is young. Who knows what can what can happen? But you know. These are things I think that uh, are very specific to, especially to the gay community for yeah. some reason. Yeah. You know, and it's weird comedy wise and media wise and show wise. It's, it's a, uh, it's a lot. Yeah. We're in a new territory. <laughs> yeah. It's a new territory. Is, and there, I, like, I, I, is there like a vanishing cultural space for the butch lesbian? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I, like, I think so. I think there is, I think it has vanished. Yeah. And I think... 
And the time that he even was there in the media was never even that was never right. even that nice. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. I, like, we're, I think butch lesbians have been the brunt of the jokes. They're the men. They want to be men. They... They're mean, they're not pretty, they're ugly, they're fat, they're, they're, mm. they're, you know, a lot of these things. Now, I'm not saying some of that isn't true, mm-hmm. <laughs> because I think stereotypes for all people have truth. I do. And we've met, I've met plenty of butches who fit, the, fit that. Yeah, right. <laughs> but at the same time, you know, as we evolve, as we live, as we are just people and whatever, the, the you know, the spectrum within each even label is very large. Yeah. You know, it's like, we're not all like that. Right. And probably that it's a minority that's like that, that you've glommed onto that has to wear a leather vest and be in a motorcycle uh, group. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and is in orange is the new black as a predator, blah, 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 blah. Uh-huh. Yeah. I mean, I know, you know, most of the butch, whatever girls I know are <laughs> like <laughs> babies. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Just girls. They're girls. Yeah. In a large masculine package, uh-huh. hmm. which isn't even, I don't even know. It's not I, even anything. It has always uh, struck me like in your comedy that like you are, you, I mean, self-deprecating mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you like, you, you talk a lot about, it, it, it feels like you're like, I'm willing to fucking, uh, you know, let you peg me as this stereotype if that's easier for you and fucking joke mm-hmm. about it. But right. the, the in reality, it's not really who you are. Yeah, no. And I'm not. And it's funny because all those tropes aren't really true for me right. in my life. I, maybe physically how I look, I guess, you know, I wear men's, technically speaking, men's clothes and I have short hair and all that stuff. But I mean, in a relationship... <laughs> I'm like a wife. Oh, you know what I mean. I'm like a girl. I'm like a wife. I like. I'm like. I like to go shopping. I like to cook. I like to stay at home. I like to clean. I love. Sh- I love shopping. Wow, unexpected. I love it. This is the Julie Goldman I want to hear about. <laughs> oh yeah. After the I, break. Oh. Mm, mm. Brb. <laughs> Folks, I love to cook. I love to cook. If you know me in real life, you know I love to cook. I've probably cooked for you. You have also maybe had conversations about my food maybe not being great behind my back. That's fine. I understand. Here's the deal. Steak was always my white whale. I would uh, I would undercook it. I would overcook it. I would uh, do it on the grill. I would have my apron. I would look the part. But boy, my steaks uh, sucked. That was before Jewel Sous Vide by Chef Steps. It almost feels like cheating. It's so easy to get my steaks exactly medium, rare, the way I want them. I toss them in a bag with some uh, some olive oil, some fresh herbs, stick them in, get them right up to a medium rare temperature, get a nice little sear on them afterwards. Yum town. Jewel, perfect food every time. To get yours, visit chefsteps.com slash jewel. Use the code homophilia to get 15 clams off for a limited time. By clams, I mean dollars. That is chefsteps.com slash J-O-U-L-E, code homophilia. Folks, we are back. Julie Goldman, be shopping. Love it. Brandy told me that I have a shoes and bags fetish, like a regular girl. Wow. But Where apparently you... I like sneakers and uh-huh. like backpacks. Okay. Where do you go? Where do you shop? Uh, well, now I grew up in Massachusetts and I come from a Jewish family. So, uh-huh. you know, the I, I have to go to my roots 
So I go to Marshall's. Okay. Nice. Uh-huh. <laughs> TJ Maxx, all that stuff. Sure. Yes, I go there. Do you hit a Filene's when you're home? I don't think it exists anymore. No? It's gone. Oh, Filene's base, Filene's, Filene's basement, gone. But yeah, we would have. Uh-huh. We completely would have. All right. Now there's <laughs> like all the, um, neat, uh, what's the rack one? Uh, Nordstrom, Nordstrom rack. rack. Um, I love H and M. Sure. A gentleman section in H and M. As do I always feel I, a little guilty. I'm like, some of this is should not be a ten dollar t shirt. Uh-huh. Oh, I, somebody I, is suffering. I, yeah. I know, I know. It's but where can we go? Where do we shop? Where nobody? I don't know where to go. Yeah, where what's cruelty free and nowhere? I'm sure this is very easily findable. Online, <laughs> yeah, but if, yeah. If you it. if you know the answer to that question, listener, let us know <laughs> kindly. I know. Please. I don't know where to do cruelty free anything. I try and do uh, organic food. Mm-hmm. As best I can, <clears throat> like grass-fed beef, organic chicken, such as. I really wish I was a vegetarian. That's my real, true wish and regret. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That I wish I could have the willpower to be a vegetarian. Yeah, um, I it's tried. Hard. It is so hard. It's I, so hard. A friend, uh, a friend of ours, uh, has been doing this like vegan box service, like a like a blue oh. apron but vegan. Not that he's vegan. He's just like he wants to expand his horizons. Anyway, he's out of town, and he forgot to cancel it for the week, so he gave us the box. And, and it's like, okay. <laughs> but every single thing, like the carb count is like off Crazy. the charts. Because yeah. that's your right. meat. Your meat is carbohydrates. That's yeah. right. You know what I mean? So it's just like, oh, you can't have meat, but you can have seven pounds of noodles. Yeah. <laughs> so that's exactly. not that's, a trade-off I'm the, willing to That's make. the problem. Yeah. Like there's no – because you think you're going to – to help your diet, but you're not. No. You can get right fat yeah. being vegan. Yeah. But a lot I, of French fries. A lot of, oh, and just everything, chips. Yeah. Like, you know, I can't. Yeah. So I don't, I'm, but I'm, oh, I started following this pig on Instagram. Oh, no. <laughs> An actual living. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. Uh, Hank the pig. Uh-huh. And, oh. um. Then he's got friends, Esther the Wonder Pig, and all these pigs. Oh, no, I love it. So I started getting this K-hole of these pigs, which brought me to these other animals, which include raccoons. <laughs> I'm talking about this. Raccoons and otters. Yeah. And um, <clears throat> all kinds of animals. And so then I get into this thing, and I, I beat myself up because yeah. I, I'm like, you can't fucking eat pork anymore you can't you have to stop and don't eat cows you can't you have to stop and stop eating raccoons and stop raccoons. <laughs> oh my god i'm obsessed with these with otters is really the thing yeah and there's a place in san diego mm-hmm. that i found that you can go swim with them in a pool yeah what but there's a two-year waiting list what two-year waiting list to swim with otters they're booked for two years it's called natured by Nick. Ner- Nurtured by nature. Oh. Check it out. You'll die. I shouldn't even tell you because now people are going to get on the list. Get it. But, I hope you threw your name on the list. Oh, you can't. They won't even take your name. Holy They're so booked. Shit. I emailed them as too. I was trying to like, listen, we'd love to interview you on the podcast on yeah. TV. Yeah. No, don't care. Fuck. You are in the pool. It's only you and like eight other people. Oh. With like six otters. Oh, and I bet they, I bet they come all up to you. They come up. You're oh, holding them. Oh. They're touching you with their hands. Come on. Hands. Telling you, go ready. Get ready to die. Get ready to die. I want it. Also, there's mel- and raccoon. Who knew raccoons were so cute? Oh. Oh and yeah. terrifying. Yeah. When and they want the rabies. <laughs> and his Only if they're wild. Oh. If they're domesticated, domesticated they don't. raccoons will not. Okay. No. <laughs> 
They're, okay. You got to follow these raccoons on Instagram. Oh, I'm afraid. <laughs> I'm telling you, it'll change your life. It'll change your life. I can't. I'm like this, this. I don't know how these people are getting these as pets, which obviously is completely wrong. A terrible idea. A terrible idea. I also want one. I mean, Melanie the raccoon. <laughs> <laughs> Has like a dog and a cat, like siblings or whatever. Oh, they all play? Oh my God. Just Come get ready on. to die. Just get ready to die. Get your ovaries will explode into your balls. I mean, or whatever you have. I'm just saying you will. I can't deal all with right. it. Hey, speaking of ovaries, uh-huh. <laughs> let's talk about your love life. Yeah. Oh, great. Okay. Yeah. Great. What's what the, are current, you doing ovaries? the current uh, dating <laughs> status? Well, you know, I was married. No. Oh, yeah. I did not know that. So I was married before to a lady. I was married to a lady. Then we got divorced. How I long think, ago was the divorce? Which, which is what's interesting is I'm not sure if we're divorced. <laughs> what? Yeah. But we got married when it wasn't even quite legal. But then we got... When? So I think the divorce, we got married in 2005. Okay. Broke up in 2009. Uh-huh. And, you know, I, to be honest with you, since then have been very, I don't do any apps. I don't do nothing. I meet people on the road and I have met someone that, you know, that I can see long distance, which is good for now. And, but I'll tell you since, you know, and I know some people like get divorced with whatever and they pop right back in and they're in it to win it. That divorce burns you good. I, yeah, I, oh, maybe also I'm immature. Maybe I'm arrested development and it's hard to meet someone who can deal with this kind of lifestyle. Yeah. And, you know, the other thing too is as we've, I find that uh, people now are also fluid, (laughs) (laughs) which is so annoying. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I don't mean to offend anyone, but like, ugh, I can't with the, I don't, I'm just so turned, I'm just. You like some bound, some clear boundaries. I like boundaries. Clear. I like to know exactly where I stand. I like to know exactly. I don't even care. You can be, you could, I, I can understand being straight and getting with you more than I can understand, more than I can even almost understand like being bisexual. I know that sounds crazy. Like wow. I. It's, um, I don't like to have any, also the pool, that pool's too big. Right. That pool is too big. Plus bisexual what? Are you bisexual straight? Bisexual gay? Yeah. Where are you on the spectrum? Where are you on the spectrum? What are we talking about? How do I have to, how do I fit in here? You know, it's just like you're. You're in and you're out. You're in and you're out. You're a side thing. And if you're in for a while, you probably have a shelf life there. Yeah. But some people, some people have love stories that are. You know, you meet someone who whatever, and that is that person is your person, whatever gender, and it doesn't matter your sexuality. I do believe that can happen, but uh, people are just annoying. (laughs) So when, (laughs) how would you be as, uh, you know, in in so much as you're comfortable talking about it, describe your divorce? Um, Basically, you know, I think that we um, grew apart. Uh, I, um, she was, or is not dead. (laughs) She's she's a good person. She didn't, nobody, it it was the kind of thing where nobody did anything wrong, which almost makes it the worst because you can't have any blame. There's no blame. There's no, there's no thing to point your finger at. There's no, 
you know, I wish she had just walked in and fucking hit me yeah. or cheated on me in front of my face or done something or me did that or some sort of thing where it wasn't just we grew apart and things happened that, you know, on both sides that where no one is really to blame, but somebody needed to to get off the pot and it was me. And it was horrible. <laughs> and it was so hard. How, so hard. Awful. How, how did you do it? Um, I just, I lingered for a while and hemmed and hawed and then finally had to have a conversation where it was just sort of like, I'm done. Yeah. And to say that to someone that you love is so awful. Because mm-hmm. you don't, you don't not love them. And that's what's so horrible. So was she on the same page? I don't, I thought she was, but she didn't seem to be. (laughs) In that moment you learned. (laughs) I think she probably thinks I'm a villain. And you know what? If that's what she needs, that's okay. So you're not in touch. No, no. And I'm not a big believer in that anyway. I don't, I'm not, I know a lot of lesbians are like that. Or Mm -hmm. I can't. Gay guys, I think too, can be like, I dated him or I was with him. Though gay guys can be on a cruise and fucking suck the dick and go home to their husband. Not me. No. So, <laughs> not you. You're me. like a you're like a monogamous. I'm like a lady man, lady bitch. <laughs> like, and I fucking burn those bridges. Yeah, I yeah, have a yeah. Couple exes that I'm friends with now. Yeah, but I got a couple that I like to fucking kill. Yeah, there. but you're not like a open. No, like a no. no you guys no. don't like to find someone and no. Nope, nope, nope. Interesting. Are getting red and hot. Just yeah, yeah. Just thinking about, about it. it. What about not, you? Not hot, yeah. hot. We're like theoretically open, but it's not. You know, it's not a thing that happens. Happens a bunch. <laughs> but right. It can right. You know what I mean, and just it just it's just nothing. Yeah. It's just fun. Yeah. Whatever. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I can't get. I, I can't. Not. I know. I want to, but I can't. I'm so jealous. I uh, no, I when people do, oh you you mean you're jealous of it, just oh, relationships. Yeah, yeah. I am. Same. I try not to be, but and I guess cuz we're insecure. Yeah. We have a lot of problems. You and I'm I. like I wouldn't blame you for leaving me <laughs> for whoever you're going to Oh my god, with, I know, know I mean? exactly. Go. You yeah. should go. Yeah. <laughs> That's what what are just... you doing here all this time, <laughs> in fact. I definitely keep I keep up a lot of boundaries, which is probably not the best thing to do now. But. How did you meet this lady on the road? You meet people at shows. Uh, she came up at a fan? Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> what was her approach? <laughs> Tell us everything. Um, um, she, <laughs> yeah, just came, came up and hello. And um, and I, what's funny is I had met um, I had met her before at another show. So I'd seen her now twice. Mm-hmm. So I kind of had a, a familial, familiarity mm-hmm. a little bit, which is helpful for me because I don't – and also she was really pretty and just was not coming. I don't respond to overt. Well, that's not true. That's not true. It depends. I'm, I'm hard. I'm, I'm not easy. <laughs> <laughs> and it depends on my mindset. And my, if my mindset too is, all right, you're going to say yes tonight. Yes. And yes. And yes. And yes. And get out there. And this is in my mind. Yes. And <laughs> then it's easier. Yeah. But normally I'm a no Walls defaults, you know yeah, what I mean. Yeah. Uh-huh. But you know, on occasion, the yes, the the walls are down, and mm-hmm. you think, well, what the fuck? I'm on the road, and who knows? And sure. like, got to play a slight variation on the character that is you. <laughs> yeah, right? exactly. It's you, and you think to yourself, you should. Yeah, it's me, and I should 
what am I? And there are the moments where you have that, like, what am I, what am I holding onto? Right. Uh-huh. What am I saving? What am I, what am I protecting? Yeah. You know? And it's like nothing. <laughs> was there, did you feel really? like there was an imbalance because she knew you, she know she A knew little you bit, more than you knew her. But at the same time, that's pretty much how I meet people now. Yeah. I don't, okay. cause, because I don't, there's no way for me to meet, um, since I'm afraid to do like online things. Yeah. And even if I did, I feel like they would know me more anyway. So I'm already going into it negatively. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? On a not, not an equal footing, but, um, I don't know. Sometimes there's just something about someone and you think, though, they're safe. Plus, everybody feels like they're unstable. Oh, yeah. Like you meet so many people, they feel like they're fucking unstable. And I can't. I'll go. I have like a I got my astrological chart read one time. And the um, <clears throat> the lady who did the chart, Shereel Stars. Oh, I do you know Shereel? I don't know her. I don't know her personally, but I hear her on the radio. <laughs> OK, so you've heard Shereel. So Shereel did my chart. Saving up for a reading. It's <laughs> not it's not expensive. Really? Oh, I just assumed it's one hundred fifty dollars. Oh well, or two fifty. You do it. I actually still have to save up. A okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. So it was a gift. It was a gift for me. But uh, she fucking got nailed it. Nailed yeah. it. Nailed it. And she said, "Because I'm I'm cancer, cancer, cancer. Uh-huh. Oh, wow. So which means nothing to m- anybody. It means to me because you that's did. your sun, your moon, and your rising. I'm all, all cancer. cancer. Yeah. Wow. So um, that's. A lot of cancer. That's a lot of feeling. It's <laughs> a lot of feeling. So she was like, God, how do you survive? How do you live in the world? Because the thing that she said that I always want, that I kind of always was like, why well, can't, I'll go to a party or I'll be in a group and I'll just like, I can't stay. I can't uncomfortable. I see people's like, um, their uh, dynamics between each other. It makes me feel awful. I feel like I'm seeing too much of people's intimacies and I don't like it. Uh-huh. And then I have to shut down and I have to like run away. So she was like, that's your, that's your problem. Yeah. And that makes it hard to meet people. Yeah. Cause I'm already instantaneously just being like, what's your problem? You're filled with problems. But if they can get beyond that wall, <laughs> yeah. a oh, sea such of joy. cancer love on <laughs> the other side. Cancer. A uh, hot, you know. <laughs> boiling cauldron of cancer awaits that's you. Right. The the cancer. Cancer. That's right. The good kind of cancer. That's right. Yeah. The cancer you want. Yeah. So, you know. You guys know how it is. This business is... It's toof. Toof stoof. It's toof. It's very toof. It's very, very toof. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I remember one time I did get propositioned for a threesome with a guy and his wife, and they were witches. Oh. Wow. <laughs> so you're yes I didn't do it. I didn't do it. I should have. Now I look back and I'm like, God, I should have done oh, that. Of course you should. Sometimes, but I don't know what I would do with do him. What do you do with him? I have don't, you ever well, dated Well, you figure guys? it out. Yeah, I have. Not dated, but I've done it, you know. Yeah. I've done all the things. And you did all the things before <laughs> coming out, and then you were like, I'm done with that. Uh, I did all the things before I came out, and then within that, right, at, when I was 19, I came out because I met a girl in college, you in college? acting class, Emerson College. Oh. And she, and of course it was drugs, 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 acting class, acting class, drugs, 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 yes. acting class. And this is the type of acting class where we are fucking birthing ourselves. Sure. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're rolling all over oh, each other. Oh, Enigma was playing Mia Culpa. Oh. <laughs> I mean, this is early. This is like, I shouldn't even date myself, but it's nineties. Mm-hmm. It's, I mean, you are feeling your feelings, oh, honey. God, yeah. And my acting teacher was gay and it was like the first gay guy I had met and he came into the room and he ripped his shirt off and he sat down and was like, I'm a 
faggot. And if you don't like it, get the fuck out of my class. And I was like, ah! <laughs> and, I didn't even, and I didn't even know why I liked him because I wasn't even out yet. Yeah. And I was like, this guy's amazing. <laughs> and he just would just like writhe around and he was so sexual. He was just so sexual. And I was just and everyone was in love with him because he was so sexy and so sexual. And I think it just brought out whatever your fucking yeah. thing was. And um, this girl in the class ended up writing me a letter and then we did acid, which leads to fingering. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Pleasure. And pillow fingering. fighting. And, mm-hmm. Oh. And leads to full blown <laughs> lesbianism. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it did. A variety of textures and then full <laughs> lesbianism. <laughs> exactly. So thank you, Emerson College. Wow. For that. For Holy that experience. Cow. Yeah. So there's an insight you, you, uh, oh. you achieved. Yeah, yes, I would say so. But I never dated. You know, people now come out in high school and junior high oh, and they're crazy. dating, oh, my girlfriend and this, that, and the other thing. I never, I never really dated, really. Not ever. Because we, she and I became girlfriends right away. Right. And then that goes crazy. Then we broke up. And then pretty soon after that, there was like a couple things. And then um, I met my ex-wife. And I mean, I haven't really... I'm not much of a player. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm very, I get with someone and I like to yeah. be codependent. Are you, <laughs> would you want to be married again? Is that a possibility? I don't, I, li- I would like to be, in, I like relationships. I would like to be in a partnership. Yeah. But I don't know if I would get married again. I don't know if it's necessary unless, you know, I don't know. If that's what somebody else wanted. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. What? I don't know. What went into it the first time? What went was into it, it? I mean, was it? Did you do it because you were just madly in love? Did you do it I for think, practical? Yeah, I mean, at the reasons? time, at the time, it was love, and it seemed like what we should be doing. Uh-huh. You know, it's what with the time in my life when everyone was getting married, and this is what we do. This is what just what we do, and I, I'm just wasn't fully born yet. I don't think. I don't know how to explain it. Like, I don't want to, I don't want to demean it. You know, I'm glad we did it. It is what it is meant to be, blah, blah, blah. But I don't think I was as grown up. It's not that I'm grown up, but mentally speaking, which is probably why I have so many boundaries now. Like I wouldn't be so cavalier with it, Uh even though we were together a long time. We're together 10 years, but (sighs) marriage is, I don't know why. I don't know why one. I don't know why I would do it again. Right. You know what I mean? Like for what? To have kids? Or is that an option? I mean, I. Yeah. <laughs> if so, for, I think I, if, like, I like. I like <laughs> the soft snort. I the, know the child I subject. I don't know. I imagine being in a relationship with you and being the one who's like, "Do you want to get married? Do you want to have kids?" And you're being like, "Oh." <laughs> well, especially and especially when you're at my age, you meet people who are. A lot younger. So, I don't know. I don't know. My, I, I, I don't want to say no because I think you should, you know, Justin Bieber never say never. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, whew, I don't know. <laughs> I just don't know what the reason is. Yeah. Because I know that we can be in love and have great pa- love, amazing love, you know, and so what's the reason for getting married if we don't, and if we're not, if I know, and I don't think I can get pregnant, <laughs> not that I wouldn't, 
Because uh-huh. if somebody wanted me to, I would. I don't, well, I can't really. If somebody wanted you to, you would. <laughs> if I was with a lady who didn't want to get pregnant and said, I really want you to get pregnant. Uh-huh. Okay. I want you to be the one to uh-huh. carry the baby in the womb. Uh-huh. <laughs> I want to watch you butch around, be butch pregs. Oh, wow. Butch pregs. <laughs> you know what I mean? The category is <laughs> yeah, butch, that's right. pregs. butch pregs. realness. Would I do it? Yeah, pro- I would do any. I, yes, I would. I would. I would try. I would hate it. Okay. But I would try it because I don't have um, a desire to be a parent. Do you have a desire to be a parent? Mm, I don't know. I feel like I am one to my dog, so it's hard <laughs> yes, to say. Yes, that's true. We are parents. Do you I'm a- warming up to the idea more and more. I'm yeah. with someone who is ready. Oh, and he wants full. to have. Yeah, yeah. Oh. And I have evolved. My position has evolved. <laughs> I think that's what partnership does. Do you? Yeah. Uh, not right now. Right. I think um, my thing has always been later in life, adopt a older kid. Yeah. You know, that's harder nice to place. Kid. Yes. Yeah. You know, totally. like when we're in a, a position to do it. Which right. Not right. right. So, <laughs> yeah. That's the other thing too. I can't afford a kid. Yeah. I no. can barely look through the next month. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm already thinking about like, how am I going to pay my car payment in June? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> so how am to, I going to yeah, yeah. have a kid? But people do it with so much less. They just figure it out. I know. But ugh. Though I wouldn't mind being a trophy wife. That's the other thing too. I don't mind. Don't Keep mind. Keep me. Yeah. <laughs> I'll make meals. I'll, you know, wear an apron. Sure. All you'll be best. lesbian yeah, moguls all best. out there who are yeah, listening. Uh-huh. Right. You may not have thought Julie Goldman was going to be. No. Lesbian power circle. Yeah. I mean, you know, I like a feminine top. Yes. <laughs> you know okay. what I mean? Yeah. An alpha feminine top. Uh-huh. So it's like a to, So that's what's on your vision board. That's my uh-huh. vision board. Yeah. A fem in the a fem in the streets, butch in the sheets kind of a situation. Kind of. A little bit of a versatility. Do you remember but yeah. do you remember Femme to Femme? The band? Yeah. <laughs> Yes. Oh, Faye, I'm so sorry. Yes. Oh, this makes me so happy. Oh, my God. Femme to femme. But I couldn't tell you the song. uh, The song is Switch. Oh, God. I can visualize visualize them. Have I made you listen to it yet? We definitely discussed (laughs) it. Is it it a song about versatility in the sheets? No. Well, it's a song about about Switch. Oh. I finally tried it. (laughs) It feels good. I finally tried it. Uh Oh, I finally tried it. Finally tried it. Hey, it feels good. It's the oddest coming out anthem ever. So weird. Wow. And then then toward the end, just whispered, plenty to pick from. (laughs) What does that mean? There are lots of lesbians, so you should be one. It feels good. Switch. That's a pretty solid endorsement. Plenty to pick from. (laughs) There have been a lot of those weird... Lesbian slash real or not? What was that other one? They were from like oh tattoo, yeah tattoo, yeah tattoo. oh yeah yeah, <laughs> so yeah. they were great. Those gals. <laughs> they were great. I mean, there's so many. There's oh so God, many. I mean, just the the year through the years. Just thinking, this just made me think of just like lesbianism through the years. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm picturing an in memoriam video like I mean, tribute in your head right what, now. Oh, What's your so many era vests, of lesbianism? so many fedoras. Sure. <laughs> um. Hmm. I think that my favorite, though I wasn't part of it, would be I wasn't I wasn't part of it. But meeting the women who were part of the being gay in the seventies mm-hmm. sounds like a lot of fun. Sure, yeah. Like they were doing, like, for you know, just the exploration and the feminism. Just that whole time period just seems really exciting and and 
people just exploding and mind expanding and blah, blah, blah. Um, the nineties, I feel like were, mm. eh, you know, yeah. maybe the eighties were good. I'm not sure, but, but it was exciting on, to be, to be burgeoning and coming out is, you know, it is exciting to find your first gay book oh, yeah. and your first gay movie. What was your first gay book and your first gay the movie? The first gay book was written on the body. Uh-huh. Have you ever read that book? No, no. Oh, I read that thing. I literally still have it. The, the, it's so, it's literally like a person who has a Bible where the pages are coming out. Like mm. it was so, it's, uh, the, the bind is off. Well I need a, worn. Oh my God. And what was genius about that book is that, um, there were no pronouns in it. So you r- inferred that it was lesbians, even oh. though she never wrote she, but you knew. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. You knew. Okay. Shit was, at the time, I don't know if it stands the test of time, but I thought it was so hot. It was so erotic. It should be our summer uh, book club. (laughs) Written on the body, Jeanette Winterson. Love it. I thought, anyway, at the time. I wonder if I could still read it now. And then, what was the first movie? Were you a Go Fish? Were you a Desert Hearts? I did. Oh, Desert Hearts. Claire of the Moon. Oh, sure. And Desert Hearts. Yes, because you both saw boobies in them. Uh huh. Uh huh. And they're making out, which you're like, what? (laughs) Because we had cable and so I had Cinemax. But like, but when you saw that fucking, when they're really doing it, like, oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. Four boobies together. It was insane. And I didn't even. It was, yeah, Desert Hearts and Claire of the Moon were the first ones. And then I did see Go Fish. Go Fish, of course, um, which was uh, at the time. They were young. I mean, they were, that was totally different because they were young and they were, they were probably my age at the time. Or if not, oh, they were older, I guess. But they were, they seemed like contemporaries. Uh-huh. Desert Hearts and Claire of the Moon were like. They're a little older. Older and French. Yeah. <laughs> or like British or something. Or, or, yeah. Like a lady desert. in a suit drives up in the desert. Uh-huh. And she has like a briefcase and, well, and I don't know what I'm doing here. I, like that kind of uh-huh. <laughs> Do you have a room? <laughs> I'm only going to be here for a night. I, I don't know. <laughs> but then, I mean, did you see Blue is the Warmest Color? No. <sighs> that but shit is three hours watch, long. Right? I mean, you know, I, I, it's shock. I think it's shocking. It's a 12 and a half minute graphic sex scene. Uh-huh. Wow. I mean, and they do it. Wow. I don't even know why it's not por- pornography, honestly. Really? I mean, I, yeah, because they look like they're doing it. <laughs> I don't, okay, I that's don't. That's an endorsement <laughs> right there. Yeah. I don't really, but then, um, I just saw uh, Call Me By my, Your Name. Uh-huh. That was good. Did you like it? Yeah. <laughs> that was <Dude>. good. <laughs> Yeah, I thought it, it, yes. I thought it was like super romantic mm-hmm. and also super real, like real. Yeah, yeah. It was like hardcore dreamy. real. And I, after that, I was talked to some of my guy friends. I was like, "Is that what guys? How guys are when they're together? They like roughhouse it and stuff, like push each other and stuff." And then they're like, "Yeah, yeah." Sometimes I didn't. There was so much like wrestling and. Jumping on each other's uh-huh. manly bodies, like, but there was not a lot of sex. No, no. there wasn't. There, there was were a couple of loads of hardcore there sex. Were <laughs> there were some wiping down of loads. I mean, try watching that sitting next to your mom. Ooh, and ooh, no, Odd. no. And I looked over and she just had the biggest <laughs> smile on her face. She oh was God. so on board for that journey. She was. Yeah, I would be so it. embarrassed. Oh, I'd be mortified. Yeah, I wanted to die. Absolutely. Like how? I mean. 
I want to tell you one thing. I know we probably have to go. No, I'm going to tell you this one thing. Uh, this is like a gay guy thing that I always think about and I love. So when I, uh, my first Rosie Cruz that I did. Yes. With Brand, that's how I met Brandy. And she had her friend, Richard, who's uh, her, like she calls her gay husband. Uh-huh. So we all met and became friends, whatever. So Richard, <laughs> um, uh, he's like a good looking just a good looking guy. And he ha- was having fun. He's having fun on the trip. And he's met these guys and blah, blah, blah. And he's whatever. And he's like, oh, I took these pictures and I got to show you like th- this one and that one and whatever. So we were sitting in the room and he, he, he shows me his phone and he's scrolling through the pictures and he stay and then he stops. He's like, oh God, I'm sorry. And I was like, wait a minute. What is that? And I look and it's a chest. It's a barren, bare chest mm-hmm. from, you don't even see a face, uh-huh. neck down, chest up to the, maybe the navel uh-huh. with covered. <gasps> yeah. Okay. Oh God. Oh God. Covered. Okay. And I was like, Richard. And he's like, isn't that amazing? That's amazing. Oh Can you believe God. that? I'm so proud of this. And I died and we're laughing and it's so funny and whatever, but I'll never forget that. Was he the chest that, or was he the... No. Oh, he was, he was the, the coverer. The coverer of the chest. I see. Wow. And I think that... I don't know. I don't know what it is. <laughs> I don't know how... I don't know I why. I love the but, desire, Like, don't move. Yeah, don't, we have right, got right. to yes. He was so proud of it. The lighting is perfect. Pro- exactly. And took a picture yeah. and then wanted to share it with everybody. Wow. And I just thought... Mm. That is now That's that culture. That is our culture. That right. is um. There's a di- if you want to know what is the difference between the gay men and lesbian. Uh huh. There's one. There yeah. you go. There's a very specific. That's a specific thing. Yeah. I'm fascinated by that. I, I mean, that's not an experience that you're going to have. Not, not exactly. That's true. Not no, it is absolutely experience. not an experience I would have. Or women, even women. It's something with gay men or men in general. I don't know what it is because straight women aren't necessarily like. Yeah, into that. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? It's because I've seen that over and over and over again with, with gay men and they just love it. And I'm like, well, I mean, good for you. That's great. Yeah. But it was the first, my entry into that. What, where I was what like, an entry. Yeah. And I was like, I had never thought of that. I had never, it wasn't a, you know what I mean? And yeah. then when he showed that to me and he was so proud of it, I was like, oh. Yeah. And then you're on a boat, so you can't, you can't go home. <laughs> you're on a boat. And I'm on lots of those boats now. Wow. Oh, wow. And um, Yeah, you're touring a lot this summer? I'm t- I've been traveling a ton the last year, two years, a lot, doing stand-up all over. Just Are you going back to-, to wherever this unnamed place is where this unnamed lady lives anytime soon? Uh, Probably. Great. Yes. yes. Where, can we ask her? the city? Can we ask the city? <laughs> it could be New York. Oh, okay. All right. Well, that's Love a safe. It. Could be... You know, but yeah, I mean, yeah, yes. Yeah. And I go, it seems like, um, but, oh, I'm going to, tomorrow I'm going to Bend, Oregon. Nice. And then I go to Salt Lake City, Utah, where I've never been. And right. Boise, Idaho, that I've never been. Great. So I'm excited and nervous because these are places like I don't really know what to expect and what kind of, you know, what's the community doing Yeah. Sure. in Bend, Boise, and Salt Lake. Yeah. What fans you know? are going to come up to me? Am I going to have my yes and how? I'm going to have a girl in every court. <laughs> well, I remember hearing somebody say, the woman, oh God, I'm not going to say it right. I'm not going to say it right. So feel free to cut it out. But this woman who runs Olivia, her name is Judy DeLugach. She's like, you know, she's run this company for 40 years or whatever. She's super powerless. And in the 70s, like, 
you know, was wearing tuxedos and, you know, uh-huh. fucking super top, whatever, whatever. And someone asked her, you know, were you monogamous? Because she was married and blah, blah. And she was like, well, I'm monogamous to every woman I'm with in every city. Oh. And I was like, God damn. Like. That's a hero. That is like, it's like that is the way to. It's aspirational. That's the way to put it. I just, I'm too cancery. <laughs> very, very cancer. You know what I mean? You're all love. I'm too cancer I'm too insecure. Well, Julie, you have brought us joy and... Uh, God, I feel like I never stopped talking. No. And no. Uh, and, and a mental picture that's going <laughs> to stick with us for some time. I know. I feel like I hope I've so. learned something new about gay culture yeah. that I didn't expect to... Get know? into it. Take an Atlantis cruise. Your life will change forever. <laughs> oh, we got to get ourselves booked on one of those. Oh. I'm telling yes. you. Have you never been? No. no. Never been. Never been on a cruise, period. Oh, you ever been on a cruise? No. I hope to I like get on a Julie so Goldman much. cruise. Yeah. Oh. And I would suggest the with the guys. I mean, it's the most fun you can imagine. have. It's the most fun you can have. There's jizz everywhere. There's yeah. a lot of jizz. <laughs> <laughs> Bring them up. But, you know, it's a lot of fun. They know how to have fun. Oh, all right. Okay. Well, hey, you know who else knows how to have fun? <laughs> Julie Goldman. Hey, thanks, thank you for having me. I thank really appreciate here. it. Such a dream guest. Oh, my God. Uh, please. Uh, download uh, Dumb Gay Politics. Thank you. Yes, of course. And go see Julie when she comes to your town. Yeah, please do. Um, Tour dates can be found where? Um, on Facebook. And uh, my Twitter is at Mr. Julie Goldman. And Instagram is at Mr. Julie Goldman. And I post all that shit ad nauseum. Great. Pictures Great. of uh, and pictures of my dog and my cat. Fantastic. And that's it. <laughs> Love it. Thank you so much, Julie. <laughs> Thank you, Thank Julie. Thank you for having me. Oh, my God, Julie Goldman. That was such a good show and such a fucking fun-filled hour. Uh, right now, however, it's a little less fun because I'm alone. Dave had to leave early. I'm wrapping things up solo. It's just me and Faye and Dana here in the studio. But um, we want to thank Julie. Uh, make sure you listen to her podcast and follow her on all the places. Uh, and I want to thank Dave Holmes for being such a treasure. Guys, if you're in L.A., you're coming to DragCon. Come see us on Saturday at 11 a.m. with Dusty Ray Bottoms. And uh, thank you to everybody here. Well, thank you to Colin. Thank you to Ryan Connor. Thank you to Dana Wick. And thank you, homophiliacs, for listening. We love you. Oh, thank you to Ben Wise for the music. We love you. And that's it. Wow, this is really good without Dave, isn't it? Bye. Great cooking, the way I do it, is part art and part science. I love art. Don't like science so much. My grades in science, never real good. That's why I'm glad Jewel Sous Vide by Chef Steps takes care of the science. It cooks meat, fish, poultry to perfection with precise temperature control. Jewel, perfect food every time. Get yours, why don't you? We can swap recipes. Visit chefsteps.com slash J-O-U-L-E. Use the code homophilia to get 15 bucks off for a limited time. That's chefsteps.com slash Jewel, code homophilia. This has been an Earwolf production. Executive produced by Scott Ackerman, Chris Bannon, and Colin Anderson. For more information and content, visit Earwolf.com. 
Hey, this is Arnie Niekamp from the Improv Fantasy Podcast. Hello from the Magic Tavern. I fell through a dimensional portal behind a Burger King in Chicago into the magical land of Foon, and I started a podcast. Season three has just begun with a brand new adventure to defeat the Dark Lord. If you're a new listener or you've fallen behind, season three is a great jumping on point. And we've got great guests like Justin McElroy. I sound like a fancy college professor. Eight nights. <laughs> Rachel Bloom. You all see my collection of men corpses and one woman. Felicia Day and Colton Dunn. You've seen <coughs> me have intercourse with a variety of species. It's a bummer. Andy Daly. You have the members of Genesis listed, but Phil Collins yeah. has crossed out and then circled and crossed out again. Ah, uh, yes. I have killed Phil Collins twice. Thomas Middleditch. Ah! Oh, Jesus! I mean, Jazos! <laughs> ruler of the Eighth Circle! And that's just the beginning. Season 3 of Hello from the Magic Tavern is out now. Listen in Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.